Grinders, I think, are probably one of the, the most important things that you can buy. And if you're getting into coffee, I think that should probably be the number the, one of the first things you buy, if not the first thing. From Mumble Coffee, this is Coffee 101, a show for the coffee curious. And yes, that's you out there, you 101 or you. I'm Kenneth Thomas, and every week, my coffee friends and I bring you the absolute best coffee education that you can find out there in the coffee verse. Today, I'm joined in the studio with the lovely Katie. Katie, how are you? I'm great. And we're going to talk about grinders today. This is the first of two episodes that we're going to do on if you're Spanish, dos. or if you know Spanish. If you know Spanish, is uh, two episodes that we're going to do on grinders. This first one is going to be on really looking at some of the kind of nuances, um, especially Ooh, like someone learned their word of the day. <laughs> yeah, nuances. I think that's three syllables. Um, nuances. I guess nuances. it depends on nuances. like yeah, yeah. It's, it's three for sure. You and I are both southern, and so um, we tend to add syllables. Okay, but the great debate yeah. is how you pronounce T O U R. Tour. 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 Everyone I know, except maybe five people, say tour. Like I tour. tore a piece of paper. No. Tour. Anyways, continue. Tour. It's tour. How do you say it? Is that am yeah, I saying it the same it. way you are? I say it tour. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, cool. So we're going to be talking about heat and, you know, how that can impact, well, heat from the grinder and how that impacts your cup. And uh, you'll want to especially listen closer to the end as we shift gears and we start to talk about the static electricity and how that impacts all the crowns and the chaff and all this stuff in your actual, you know, when the ground coffee gets into the little hopper. Um, and Matt, just like right at the end, like did this, like it blew my mind, like, like thing. And, and I don't want to say what it is, but I want to say that I think it's going to change my world as far as you like did this thing. Yeah. As far as like how much of a mess I make when I'm grinding coffee. So oh. everybody will have to listen oh, and see yeah. what it is. Oh yeah. I got you. And so it's Matt with, we've had him on before, um, Matt with Starve Rock Coffee. His name sounds very familiar, yes. Yep. Matt with Starved Rock Coffee Company, uh, uh, yeah, close to Chicago. Yeah, Starved Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'll put a link in the show notes from the previous episode we've done with him. Okay. And he's a big baseball fan. A big baseball boy? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. He, uh, he's, uh, he coaches travel ball. Um, okay. on the side and, and, uh, nice. yeah. A little side hustle. Yeah. So, I mean, let me ask you this, Katie. So what would you say is. Actually, I'm going to guess what you're going to ask me and I'm going to ask you. Okay. Go for okay, it. Okay. What is your favorite baseball memory? It's, it's like, you know, and it's like you, you can Where finish my, finish my. Wait, I got it right. Sandwiches. Uh, yes, you did. Fine. I was going to see what was your favorite Baseball, baseball moment. I want memory. you to answer that first because okay. I have a good one. So for me, it would be, of course, for those of you 101ers who know me, I'm a Mississippi State baseball fan and a baseball fan in general. So Go dogs. 
Go dogs. So we went to we because it's my team. We went to the College World Series uh, recently uh, within the last few years and won. We did, and so that's a big that's that's a big deal. That was a big thing for Mississippi State too. Yeah, and the state of Mississippi in general. Yes. So how about you? Well, okay, I don't know the exact details. But I did see a video the other day of this guy that was, like, pitching a baseball, and he hit uh, a bird, and I thought it was oh, funny. I know exactly what you're talking about. So you're talking about Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Yep, and he's this, um, you wouldn't know him, but he was a gunslinger back in the day. Back in the day. Yep, he pitched, uh, so he pitched around 100 miles an hour. Dang. And there's a video of it. Anybody uh-huh. can look it up, and he basically obliterated he just, bird. like, that bird, it just, like, the feathers went everywhere. It was they funny. Did. I watched it, was it like, like, five times. I was like, how is this even possible? Yeah, like. like The like, perfect moment. It was, yeah, like, it was no glancing blow. Like Oh, no. Like, it was, like, straight in the like, middle. Like, the bird exploded. And it we're not, for exploded. the people who are, like, animal sensitive, which is appropriate out there, we're not making fun of this. Oh, no. We're saying this was, this was crazy. It was crazy. And and actually, um, you know, as you would expect, the bird mm-hmm. did pass away. Yes, um, as I would expect. And um, but it was not like he did not suffer. Oh yeah, that's true. It's very fast. Yes, I and mean, so, actually, I'm not going to go. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, I'm not going to go, go that way. Okay. Yeah, don't Just go there. Kidding. Let's jump into my interview with Matt McLaughlin of Starve Rock Coffee Company. Matt. We got you back on. Hey, I appreciate you having me. I'm excited. Well, so, you know, grinders are a really, really, really important part of, you know, making that cup of coffee, whether you're at home or whether you're in the shop. You know, I have another friend in the in the coffee world who's, who says, and I believe him, that you can't have enough grinders. What say you? Grinders, I think, are probably one of the, the most important things that you can buy. And if you're getting into coffee, I think that should probably be the number, the, one of the first things you buy, if not the first thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, I would agree with that because one of the big things is where you can make an immediate impact. Um, again, if we're talking about at home for the one-on-oneers out there, is the difference in buying ground coffee or buying whole bean coffee, and then how that's going to taste in your cup. You know, here at our roastery, we offer several different grinds um, when we're shipping out coffee, but it's still, I'm, I'm basically giving an educated guess because I don't know what brewer right. um, the person that's buying the coffee has. So I'm just trying to get it close, but obviously if they had their own brewer or a grinder at home, they could you know, grind their coffee to match their particular brewer and and definitely get a lot better extraction out of it. Yeah, and that's a really good point um, that I had not thought about going into um, you and I talking today, which is very true, is that as companies, when we grind the coffee, we have no idea how you're ultimately going to brew it. And so you're basically stuck with that grind size, which for whatever you're brewing it with, whether it's a Hario V60 or a French press or a Chemex or whatnot, that might not be the right grind size for what you're doing. Um, 
and that can make a difference on the extraction. Yeah, you know, for instance, uh, you and I chatted before. I'm a career fireman, and at the firehouse, we have a bun, a non-specialty coffee brewer, yeah. um, because we like to get multiple pots going at one time quickly um, when we're up in the middle of the night running calls. And I have a really, I grind the coffee first. We don't have a grinder at the station, and I have to really play around with that brewer to get. I, I really don't get good extraction at all, or the flavors out of my coffee, just because of how fast it goes through, and. I've tried playing around with the grind. Um, and if I really get the grind dialed in right, I can get it. A lot of playing around, but um, it, a lot of it has to do with your brewer and being able to adjust it to that, that grinder, adjust it to your own brewer. Yeah. And so today I wanted to do a couple of things that is, as far as for one of oneers out there, we're going to really break this down into two main chunks. Um, one is we're going to talk about how grinders affect your coffee and there's a couple of things in here that even surprised me and I know will surprise you that of course being a coffee geek I found fascinating and then after that we're going to talk about the what I would call the two or three main uh, types of grinders and we'll go into the nuts and bolts of the or the pros and cons of of what makes um, you know one stand out you know, compared to another. And, um, yeah, then just kind of go from there. So the first section, when you're looking at grinders, um, one big thing to think about is heat. So grinders will heat up your newly ground coffee. So it like compared to when it went in to when it comes out, um, you're going to have a temperature difference and if you think about it, what it is is it's simply the friction of that that the the grinding of the coffee causes. It causes heat. So if you think about it like rubbing your hands together really, really fast, um, the more you do it, the the hotter it gets, and that's friction. Now that said, you're thinking, well, wait a second, is that going to mess up? my like is it going to burn my ground coffee and and get all flavors in the cup itself uh short answer is no Um, now it can heat up to as much as 122 degrees fahrenheit but you have to remember um and this would be way back as far as things we talked about in the show but when we're roasting when matt or i are roasting we're getting that temperature up somewhere between we'll say 350 degrees Fahrenheit to 450 degrees Fahrenheit, or maybe even a little more. And so 122 is not going to affect that final, um, you know, flavor in the cup. No, uh, those are great points. And actually, I did not know that uh, that's to get up to 122 degrees. So I learned something new today, and I appreciate that. Um, I have had with our commercial grinders, obviously, um, where if you're grinding a lot of coffee during the day, you'll know we switch between two different grinders just because of that fact, because they will heat up. Um, and eventually it won't shake out of the grinder very well. And it also can just shut the grinder down, which we've had before. Yeah, I've had it the first time that, um, I had a grinder, you know, that was a, it was a Malconig commercial grinder, like just straight up shut down. What we were doing was, we were grinding uh, basically for sample bags, and we had like 
I don't know, it was like 500 to 700 that we had to do. And the grinder just had enough, or it had a fail-safe in it that if it got to a certain temperature, then it just shut itself off. So again, like I said earlier, if you think about the more you use it, just like rubbing your hands together and it getting hotter and hotter, you know, the hotter it gets. So if you're looking at just one cup, if you're just doing at your house a pour over or in the shop, if it's not a busy shop um, and you're running two different heads as far as espresso goes, then it's probably not going to make that big a difference um, as far as the temperature itself. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think the bigger the burrs set that they get, especially in the cafe setting, will make a huge difference. And uh, we are right at home. I don't think you, anybody's going to really notice that much difference of the coffee heating up. Um, at least I haven't at my house anyway. And all I use in my house is a Brazza Encore um, that we've had for quite a while. And we have really good luck with that grinder. Yeah, that's what I use at home. So um, we will, I'll put a link in the show notes for today, um, you know, on the, for the Barazza, because I do think that that is a really good home uh, grinder that, uh, you know, it's just like, I don't know, I would call a a workhorse. And um, we'll talk about it in a second, but that is a burr grinder, and it's also a conical burr grinder. And you're thinking, what does all that mean? Well, we will get to it, so be patient with us. Okay, talking more about heat, I want to shift a little bit and talk about the oils or the fats, fancy words called diterpenes, that are in coffee. Um, If you have, like, for example, a darker roast, you will see like a sheen on the beans themselves sometimes, and that is the oils coming out. Um, But even with a lighter roast, those oils are still in there. They're in the bean. And so we're going to talk about a couple of crazy things here with a lot of syllables, viscosity and dynamic viscosity. I just got off on a, you know, going down a rabbit hole um, thinking about this, and I thought it was super interesting, so I wanted to bring it up. So viscosity, if you think about it, is like the state of being thick due to internal friction. You know, if you compare, like, we'll say, like, honey versus water. So the higher the viscosity, the, quote, thicker. So, like, for example, honey would have a higher viscosity than water. So here's where it gets interesting, though. Dynamic viscosity, you're looking at um, the ability of a material to resist flow. So temperature impacts this. So because it's got the word dynamic in it, it it changes. So in in a ground coffee bean, when we're talking about heating it up just a little bit, uh, but as far as 122 degrees Fahrenheit, the dynamic viscosity of those oils change. And so I can't 100% say that this is what it is, but I personally think that when you get clumping with and, you know, with a fine ground, um, something that you're, the coffee that you're going to put on espresso, then I think what that is is the oil's kind of getting a little runny, and then once they quickly cool off, kind of clumping back together, just like, and this is kind of gross, but thinking about, um, 
you know, a really, really good chili that you let cool down and the fats kind of, once it cools down, kind of make their little layer back on top. Those are great points. You, you know, it's almost like I'm sitting here talking with a former chemical engineer or something. <laughs> Imagine as that. educated as you are. <laughs> no, yep. I'm learning a lot today. Um, I'd never thought about that with the clumping like that, but that that's a great point. And I would have to think that you're right on that because that seems to be a problem. You know, the more espresso you're grinding in the cafe setting, um, especially as the day goes on and the temperature yeah. warms up, um, definitely always is a problem for everyone. Stick with us. I'm Kenneth Thomas, and this is Coffee 101, brought to you by Humble Coffee. All right, 101ers out there, some of you are just looking for ways that you can stay healthier. And in staying healthier, you're doing it because you desire to have more energy uh, during the day. You desire to have less aches and pains um, as you go about life. And you need to think about your coffee. Humble Coffee is a company that is focused on optimizing, selecting, and sourcing green coffee, as well as roasting for the health benefits of coffee. Coffee in general is healthy for you, and we're talking about black coffee, not necessarily as much when you put all of the stuff in it. But if you've been listening to the show, you know that a good quality coffee that is roasted well will taste good black. So, Go check them out, Humble Coffee, and we will put a link in the show notes to the website as well. Now, let's get back to my interview with Matt McLaughlin. But in my head, if I have to put a reason for that clumping, um, and especially if, like you're talking about, as it continues through the day, if you have a busy coffee shop, if you're seeing more clumping through the day, then that would support the idea that it's just that the oils are heating up and then cooling back down and and kind of re-coagulating um you know to their I, I think you're definitely right it's like here we don't grind any coffees directly out of the roaster i try to let that coffee cool um if we're going to grind and bag for grocery stores or things like that i try to let that coffee cool um about eight hours before I do any grinding with it. Um, just for part of those reasons on our grinders, they start to get a little bit of clumping. Even if I'm grinding it for drip, it just doesn't flow through the grinder as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about, so that was heat. Um, I want to talk about static and then we'll jump into the different types of, uh, grinders after that. So if you have ever ground coffee period, then you know about, static because coffee grounds they just tend to make a mess and even if it doesn't matter what coffee grinder it is when you pull that little hopper out you know the chaff or the little fines they just kind of jump all over the place they do um and that's one of the questions that we probably get emailed or asked the most is especially people that are new to specialty coffee and light roast you seem to you know you get a lot more of the chaff, obviously, as we know with light roast. Mm-hmm. And it's always people asking why, why do they have it? What can they do to prevent it? Is it a problem? Is it something they're doing wrong? And it's nothing they're doing wrong. It's just um, something we have to deal with. Yeah. And, you know, one thing we'll get into when we talk about the differences in grinders is the grinder speed. So one thing we can say is that 
for faster grinder speeds, you're going to get more static buildup. So, um, like for for Matt at Starve Rock Coffee Company or myself at Humble Coffee, if we're using a commercial grinder, like we're like he was saying, we're doing it for um, pre-ground coffee for grocery stores or whatnot then that's probably going to be a high-speed grinder. And so I can tell you, and I think Matt would concur with this, is you get lots of static buildup and just chaff and fines going, just making a mess going everywhere. It is. I'm sitting in our roast room right now, and I start every day with the shop back, and the uh, yeah. I end every day with the shop back as, shop back as well as wiping the walls down. Um, obviously in our roastery here, probably we have to have white wipeable walls and that's chaff, um, just static all over the place. So they get wiped down daily and it is a mess. Yeah. You know, and, and one little caveat or or interesting thing to think about is the drier your environment, the more static buildup. So if you're in the United States and you're in the Southeast where it's fairly humid, um, and that also coincides to the inside of your roastery, then you may not get as much static buildup as if you were roasting in Arizona, um, where the humidity is is not going to be, uh, you know, near as high. Um, so that's just one thing to think about. We definitely play around with a lot of temperature control in our roastery, as well as humidifiers and dehumidifiers. You know, where we're at in Illinois, we get it might be 30 below zero for a week in, yeah. um, in the wintertime and it's dry. So those are always things we take into consideration and, and you're right. It just temperature can, can play a big role in that. And, you know, we're in a climate here where it might be 30 degrees in the morning and might be 70 degrees in the <laughs> afternoon. So as those cafes warm up, yeah. um, they're having to constantly adjust their grinders to keep up with that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a good thing to think about. Um, and then one last thing on static, and this is actually some homework for our 101ers out there. Um, I would not recommend doing this in a commercial setting because I don't know that you actually can do this, but um, your shoes have rubber soles, so you are not grounded when you are you know, working with your coffee and things like that. Um and I don't know, I'm, I'm actually going to, this week, I'm going to try this at home because this is just something I thought about, uh, but I have not done yet. But I would be really, really curious to see the difference in static buildup in the uh, grinder, hopper, and then as you're transferring and getting everything you know messy where you're brewing your coffee, the difference in when you have your shoes on and when you have your shoes off, so when your when your feet actually would be closer to um, standing a chance of being more grounded from an electrical standpoint. That's interesting. That's something I never thought about. I know for static in the house, I just one little drop of water and my sixty grams of coffee in the morning um, for our Mocha Master, and that pretty well takes care of all the static. Um, so tell me, tell me a little more about that. I'm curious. So, so what what do you do? I just take, so in our house in the mornings, a lot of times I'll be honest, I'm lazy and we use our mocha master because uh-huh. I've got my wife and my kids and there's never enough coffee in the morning in the house before I make it out to the roastery where I do some pour overs. 
But if I'm in the house, I'll take just one drop of water and my, I use 60 grams of coffee for our pot in the morning and I'll just take one drop of water and, and an eyedropper, drop that in, the, in my 60 grams of coffee, give it one little stir, uh, shake around and I'll basically have no static electricity coming out of my Baratza Encore. Cool. So that's how, that's what I use to, to get rid of the static. So are you putting the, that one drop in the whole beans before they go down through the hopper? Yes. Yep. And that will eliminate basically all your static. That's that phenomenal. That's awesome. And, and I, that's not something I learned. I'll be, I'll be straight honest <laughs> with you. I learned it off TikTok. Well, I am totally going to use that. And I think that's way cooler than my like redneck, you know, without shoes <laughs> experiment that I was going to try. So well, I'm, I'd still try that one too. Yeah. Well, but I'm, I'm definitely going to do that one. That, that sounds, that sounds great. Um, so it yeah, it works, it works extremely well. Um, so you, you pretty much eliminate all the static. So one of wonders, you heard it straight from the horse's mouth, Matt, McLaughlin, he at least claimed to not come up with the idea, but I did not. But that is a, I think that is a, a really cool, um, you know, thing that you can do. And and you may have just changed the static electricity and the mess game for tens of thousands of people out there in the world. It'll be interesting to see how well it works, but it works well for me. So. Um, and it doesn't take much at all. Not not as much water as you would think. One drop and sixty grams will will do it. That's awesome, Matt. That was very thorough discussion on grinders and specifically heat and static. And uh, I think that is good enough and and enough to think about for one episode. And what I would like to do is get you back next week. And let's go into blade versus burr grinders versus hand grinders. Does that sound good? Sounds like a great time. All right. I'll see you next week, Matt. Sounds great. See you then. All right. So my mind was blown. How about yours? Pretty much. And uh, I think now with that little thing, especially at the end, um, that little, 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 a little tidbit. tidbit of helpful information. Yeah, that he gave. Um, I think that's going to change my, my game as far as like how messy I am in the morning with my nice. cup of coffee. So, and we'll catch him on the next episode. Oh, or double timing? Yeah. You remember you talked about dose in the beginning of the oh, episode. Oh, I think I heard you say the word too, but I didn't like listen to what you were saying. So I was <laughs> just like, two I was like, I grinders. know that word in another language. <laughs> and I so just you said just it. said it. Um, so yeah, so we'll, we'll have them up next week and we will actually go into the details of like details. blade grinders versus burr grinders. And then we'll go into hand grinders. And there's actually a lot about grinders, mm. um, that I didn't realize, um, but that I found really useful. So nice. one of wonders, I hope you'll listen to next week's episode. Do it. All right, that's it for me and Katie today, and we want you to subscribe or follow the show. It's either follow or subscribe. We I think, think it's follow. It's like diff- It's different versus like Spotify versus Apple Podcasts. I don't know. That's probably true. So we're going to say follow the show, and um, we want you to 
uh, maybe do a couple things, and one of them is going to be a little different than what we usually ask you to do. Um, the thing Getting we usually crazy in here. The thing we usually ask you to do, and I still want you to do if you haven't yet, is to give us a rating. And if we say you, that every time. If you want us to talk about anything specific that we haven't hit uh-huh. yet, uh, leave that in the review. Oh yeah. And just write it down, and we we you know read all of those and. Um, Oh, I we love kind of reading those. Yep. Yeah, we do. And uh, we'll adjust kind of the education that is being dished out, depending on that. Yes. And then instead of the tell a friend, what we're going to say is go to your social media of choice and just say something, like do a little screenshot of um, you listening to the Coffee 101 podcast mm-hmm. and this is the important part. Tag Humble Coffee. Yes. So add Humble Coffee um, in whatever, a story or a post or something, and say, like, this is, all right, give me some, give me some young slang. Oh, gosh. Of something that's awesome. Fire? Okay, this is fire. No. Okay. Yeah. If you can you, say, this, is, say this, f- this podcast is fire. There or you, you can say fire if you want to be, like, Don't. really, really cool. No, it's not far. It's <laughs> just if you're saying it with an accent, it just comes out that way. It's like a silent R-E. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, do that. Tag us. And, uh, How do we would British love people to... say fire? I don't know. We probably have some British listeners. Fire. Well, we do have some British far. listeners, actually. So, so we can let the them. That's probably pretty close. All right. Love y'all. We'll talk to you next time on Coffee 101 brought to you by Humble Coffee.